This is Gemara in Saita Daf Lamid Bees. And we're holding in the bottom of Lamid Aleph, Amid Bees, approximately 12 lines from the bottom. The first word on line is Tinan. And we're continuing discussing the din of Rav Chia. Rav Chia taught us, Haisa Shaisa, said Rav Chia, that we would allow her to drink the bitter water. So says the Gemara, Tinan. We learned in a Mishnah, continuing the discussion of the contradiction between Edom with regard to whether this woman that already underwent Kino Yustira, she already was warned, and she was secluded. Now the question is, is there Edos that she actually was Nitmeis or not, which of course would result that she would not potentially be allowed to drink the Meisaito, which is our discussion. So says this Shemishnah, if we have one Eid that says that she was Nitmeis, and two Eidim say she was not, Haisa Shaisa, we were allowed to drink. What's the implication of this Mishnah? But if there's one in one Eid, one says she was, and one says she was not Nitmeis, Lo Haisa Shaisa, we will not let her drink, Tiyofta Dirav so says the Gemara, this is a Tuyufta on Rav because Rav Chiyah just taught us, if it's Eid Eid, one versus one, we still would let her drink. According to your reasoning, look at the end of the Mishnah. Two says she was Tommy and one says not. We will not let her drink. What's the obvious implication? The classical Rasha Seifa. Steer under you. Rather, the implication of the Mishnah in such a case would be would drink. So now we have a steer. The Mishnah blows itself up. Allah says, Rav the way that he says, you have to explain the Mishnah. Kula bibsule edos. We have to say that the end of the Mishnah deals with psule edos. V'rem nechemya hi. Ditanya, who's Rav nechemya? Ditanya, Rav nechemya, Oimer. Teaches, Rav nechemya, kol makam shamina atayra erechad. Halach achar roiv deyos. It's another very famous opinion in the world of edos. Says Rav Chia, in a scenario that a single aid would have a credibility in an amount, for example, like in our case, in our case of sight, is one of the cases in Eid has a believability. In such a scenario, if we have a clash, we have a new din, says Reb Nechemia, the din is, Roif. So if I have two versus one, the two wins. We're going to go versus Roif. Va'asu, excuse me, Va'asu, four lines from the bottom. Shtei nashim ve'ish echad. And therefore, in a scenario where we have Edus of two women, that's going to win against one man. Which, of course, usually is not the case. But we have a unique Chedish that we're going with Roiv Deois. And two women versus one man is going to be equivalent to Kishnei Edim Be'ish Echad, like two men versus one man. And that's how we have to learn the Mishnah says of Chiyah, we do not have a Tiyufta on himself. Viga Amri, another way, of learning this din of Rav Nechemya, two lines from the bottom of Laman Alpha, Mebeis, Kolecha, Dasu, Eirechad, Kasher, Meikara. Anytime a single aid comes and is Kasher, Afilu Meya Noshim Nami, Kerechadami. Even if afterwards a hundred women come along and they say that this aid Echad is incorrect, they have the same status as one aid. And now, according to this way of learning Rav Nechemya, 
closing in on the end of a very, very short parak. I'm sure some people actually probably finished the whole parak in one day yesterday. But here we are, wrapping it up today. Says the Gemara of Ahachav Amayaskinan. And how are we going to learn the Mishnah? That the case in the Mishnah is going to be that a woman or a different type of aid came in first. Not a kosher aid. If a kosher aid came in first, then that's the case that we just said, that the kosher aid is going to be believed even against a hundred subsequent aid. But if a non-kosher aid came in first, like a woman or someone else, and then non-kosher aid says what? Says that the site was nitmeis. And then to another non-kosher aidim, two women again come in and argue, and we're going to learn from Nechemya as follows. In this scenario, again, we have one non-kosher aid, and then we have a second and a third non-kosher aid. And then what happens? That's where Avnachemia teaches us. We go basar, roiv deus, and therefore and therefore we make a scenario, two women versus one woman, like two men versus one man, and therefore the two women will be believed, roiv deus, we go with the majority of people. Aval. However, if I have shtei nashim be'ish echad, that's going to be the status of kipalga upalga. So a completely different way of interpreting your nechemya, that it has to do with, do we have a verified aid first? If I have an ish, if I have a kosher aid, then he's bulletproof. No one can touch him. But if I don't, but rather I have an isha, I have a woman who comes first. Then if afterwards two aidim come, two women, excuse me, those two women will win because that's the aside of Ramdachemya Kipalgya Palgya Damya that we're going to go after the Roiv Deyoy. So now the Gemara asks on Rav Chia, you, Rav Chia, just taught us that the end of the Mishnah is going with this Yisoyed of Rav Nechemya. This Yisoyed of Al-Chach Arayv Deyoyis. V'tarti b'b'sulei edos lamali. Ask the Gemara. Based on the way that you, Rav Chia, are learning the Mishnah, the Mishnah comes out to be repetitive. Because the Mishnah is teaching me two cases that both have the same Yisoyed. The same Yisoyed of Psuleidos. So answers Rav Chia, and we wrap up the parak Ma'u Tatema, you know what the Chiddush is? I would have thought, Maybe only when we're coming to be Machmir. That's when the Yisoyed, the idea of Ram Nechemia teaches me that you go basar roi v'deyos. And parenthetically, those who are holding in Yavamas, unfortunately not myself, will understand that Taisus is asking from a Gemara in Yavamas, etc. that seems to contradict this. But either way, concludes the Gemara, avo lekula loi. Maybe you would think that Rav Nechemia's Yisoyed of roi v'deyos does not help us. Lekula loi azlinan. Therefore explains Rav Chia Kamash Loyazlinan Kamash Malan that even in a case of Raiv Deyos, what will the halacha be? Even in the case of, excuse me, Lakula will go basa Raiv Deyos. And this is how Rav Chia sticks to his own. Let's just do the full wrap up. That's where Rav Chia is going to explain our Mishnah. That if I have aid versus aid, we still will let her drink the May Saita. Hadron Allah, Mishakina, a quick barak, a good. Impetus for a quick Chazara. And with that, 
we dive straight into, whoop, excuse me, we turned off myself, not the confetti. Where is the confetti? There it is. Says the Gemara, excuse me. And with that, we dive straight into the seventh barrack, which those who see is in reality a massive Mishnah that's going to take us for this entire Amud. Says the Mishnah, Elun Amarim Bechol Lashain. The following is able to be said in any language. Now, this is really going to start, as you'll see, the first entity that can be said in any language is Parshas Saita. But where this is going to lead us, this is going to lead us into the Ekloliistic idea that any time you have to say something, does it have to be in Hebrew? Or could it be, does it have to be in Lashon HaKadosh? Or could it be in any language? So says the Mishnah, Elu, the following entities have to be, could be said, excuse me, in any language. Parsha Saita is number one. Videi Meister is number two. Kriyas Shema is number three. Tfila is number four. Birchazam Hazin is number five. Shuas Eidos is number six. Shuas Hapikadin for the is number seven. Seven entities you could say in any language. And the Mishnah continues, The following items have to be said only in Lashon HaKadosh. Mikra Bikurim, when you read over the Parsha Bikurim. Vechalitza, when one performs Chalitza. Brachais Uklalais. The Brachais and the Klalais in the Torah. The Brachais and the Klalais. This is referring to, this is referring to by Har Grizim and Har Evil that they had to say over the Brachas and Klaus. Berachas Kaihanim, Berachas Kain God, Oparshas Amelech, Oparshas Agla Arufa, Umashuach Melchama, his speech that he gets. Bishashim and Dabra Alam, the time that he ignites the people to galvanize them for war. End of list. So we have seven that have to be said b'chol lashon, and then we have this list which I lost count of that have to be said in lashon hakodesh. Says the Mishnah, five lines in the wide lines. Mikra bikurim kate said, what is the case of mikra bikurim that has to be done in Hebrew? And we quote the pasuk when Martin, I stand and I say, Lefnei Hashem Elokeichem. You should speak and say before Hashem your God. And elsewhere, by the Klalais and the Brachais, it says, And the Levim answer, and they say, And that's where we see where the Bikurim after be Belashan Kodesh. Number two was Chalitza. How do we know Chalitza in the last narrow line has to be in Lashan Kodesh? Says the Pasuk And we see that we're keep on coming back to our Grizim and our evil, the Brachais and the Klalais. As the quintessential example, it has to be in Lashon HaKodesh. And we keep on equating that when the Torah says, Vamru, Vamru by Bikurim, Vamru by Chalitza, Malalan Belashon HaKodesh, Afkan Belashon HaKodesh. Rav Yehuda, Imer, comes along Rav Yehuda, and he has a different Makar. Vansa Vamra, that when it says by Chalitza, she answers and she says, Kocham, that what? Such is what she has to say by Chalitza. From here we learn out, Now we go to the root cause, Brachos Viklalis Ketzad. We already source Brachos and Kalis two times as the entity that has to be in Lashon HaKadosh asks the Mishnah, how do you know? When Kal Yisrael crossed over, they came to Har Grizim and Har Leval Shebe Shamroim, Shebe Tzad Shechem, Shebe Eitzel, Shebe Eitzel, Eloimei Mamrei. In 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 the Shamrom next to Shar Shchem and Eitan Elohim Mamre interrupts the Mishnah and the Mishnah says one second how do we know it was near Shchem 
Myra. Uh, excuse me, it's a loy name, Myra. Shenemar, haloy heima, beaver, ayardin, vikoimer. Ula halonu oimer, veyavra avrom, beret, anma koim shechem, are loin Myra. So my loin Myra, omer lahalon is shechem. So now we know the placement of our grizim and our evil is where next to, adjacent to Shechem. So continues the Gemara telling us the story of our grizim and our evil, the brachas and the klalis. Ten lines to the end of the Amr, the first one line is Shisha. Shisha, Shvatim, Alorosh, Hargizim, six Shvatim went up to Hargizim. Shisha, Shvatim, Alorosh, Haribol, six Shvatim went to Haribol. Vakoyanim, Alavim, the Oroin, and the Lamata, Akoyanim, Lavim, and the Oroin, Akoydash, are situated in the middle. You have six Shvatim on one mountain, six Shvatim on the other mountain. Bams, Akoyanim, Akifin, as the Oroin. Excuse me. Vakoyanim, Alavim, the Oroin, and the Lamata, Bamsa. The Hakoyanim Akivin is Arin. So you have the Arin. The Kayanim surround the Arin. Now Levim is the Kayanim. And the Levim surround the Kayanim. Vachay Yisrael, Mikanim, Mikanim, Gans, Kal Yisrael is on the two mountains. Shein Amar, as the Bosik says, Vachal Yisrael, and the entirety of Kal Yisrael is the king of a shaitav, a shaitav. Oimdim, Yizel, Yizel, Arin, Vigoymer. What comes next? They turned their heads. Who is they? The Kehanim and Levim that are standing on the bottom surrounding the Arunat Kodesh. Turn their heads and face the Aragrizim. They open up a brach and they give brachis. Blesses men does not make a void And they all answered, They turned all the way. They started cursing. Cursed is the man that does and makes a void until they finished the entire list of brachas and clauses of the Torah. And afterwards, they brought the stones they built them and they covered over with lime, with plaster, with sin. And they inscribe, they write upon it, upon this Mizbeach that's covered in sin, all the words of the Torah in 70 languages. Be'er heitiv, as the pasuk says, it's be'er heitiv. It's perfectly clear and enunciated all seventy languages. Ve'not lois avadim. They take these stones. Uba, as we turn over to la midbeis, the they take the stones and the banu. Ve'lano be'mekaimam. They take the stones and they spend the night there. Where is there? There is in Gilgal. And with that, we learn the fascinating story of our grizim and our evil. What exactly? Klal Yisrael, the Kayhanim, the Levim, the Arna Kodesh, how the Klolays were administered. And with that, we continue on Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis, in which the Gemara goes into the first in our Mishnah. The Mishnah began with the things that could be said B'chol Lashen. We just explained the things that could be said in Lashen HaKadosh. Now we go into the things that could be said B'chol Lashen. Says the Gemara, Parsha Saita Min Alhan. Where do we know Parsha Saita from? Tehsev says the Torah of Amr HaKoyin Le'isha. The Torah said, the Koyin says to the woman, B'chol Lashen She'u Oimher. From the fact that the Torah says, the Koyin says to the woman, V'amar, he talks to the woman. Meaning, whatever language she speaks, that is the language that she is going to say. The parshas of Saita continues the Gemara. Tanu Rabbanan. Let's discuss other entities that could also be said and Mashmi and Isa Says the Gemara four lines down. They tell the Saita in any language that she understands. They explain to her, you know what's about to happen. You know why you're drinking the May Saita. And with what you are going to drink. What reason you became Tame.
So now the Gemara explains all these things that we just said. etc. Says the Gemara, all the things that we're explaining to the Saita. That she is Shaymas, that she understands. For what reason she is drinking? What does that mean? For the fact that she was warned and secluded. With what is she drinking? What does that mean? That is, she's drinking from the dirt, from an earthenware pot. No, excuse me, the, the flask itself is an earthenware fire pot. What does that mean? So the fact that she was uh, acting immaturely and intimately with a man. And in what matter she became Tomei. The reason why we're doing this whole list is so that no one will talk negatively on the Me'amarim. So we look at Rashi for a moment and Rashi explains. What does it mean, If she doesn't blow up, but she did the Aveira, what's the reason? It was either an Aynes or a Shaygeg. So people should not think, So they explained to her clearly in what manner the water works. So we continue in the Gemara, about 10 lines down, Vidui Meiser. The Gemara continues quoting that which could be said, and one of them is the Vidui, the admissions of Meiser. Says the Gemara, I don't know if everybody knows this, Yolif, Amir mi Saitu. Learn how to word Amir from Saita B'cholosh and Shehu Aimer. Amir of Zid Labayo. What do you mean? As everyone's probably wondering. One second. The Mishnah also had a word Amir to learn how from the Levim, the Brachas Viklalais, which was what? Dav Kolosh and Akaidesh. So the Rav Zid says to Abayah, one second. V'leilav Amir mi Levim, Malalam Loshan Akaidesh. Avkan Beloshan Akaidesh. Answers the Gemara. Tanan Amira Gredasa, Amira Gredasa. We learn that Amira plain. Amira, and Amira with is by itself. Being done in Amira, great also from where? For the Levium, which was what? Aniyah the Amira, an answering and a saying. And the Gemara continues. Tanya Rashbi Oimer says of Shemir Yechai, Adam Oimer Shvachai Bekol Namoch. When one is saying Shvach, he's saying praise to Kodesh Baruch Hu. You say Bekol Namoch in a low voice. But Vigan Asai. But when one is saying he's disgraced, Bekol Ram. Shavach, I be called Namach, men of Vidu Yemaiser. That's not from Vidu Yemaiser there. Whereas Ganasa be called Ram, Mikra be Kurim, in which we say Bikur be Kurim. Now, again, um, let's continue before we explain. The Ganasa be called Ram. Ask the Gemara, you're learning out from Bikurim that one's ganos, one's degradation, one disgrace should be said loudly from Bikurim. What is the reason? We dive in quietly. So if someone is done sins, he shouldn't be embarrassed. He can say it quietly. For the fact that the Torah did not distinguish the area in which one who's bringing Aveira to one who's bringing a carbon ayla. We don't want one to be embarrassed. So if you're bringing a carbon chat, if you bring a carbon ayla, you go to the same place. So in a similar vein, if one does Aveira, he davens in a low voice. So ask the Gemara, you're telling me, you're telling me that Ganasai, degradation, disgrace is Bakol Ram, but the whole reason we daven quietly is for disgrace. Answers the Gemara, must We have to answer this up. Don't explain Ganasa. It doesn't mean disgrace. 
Tsairoi. It means his troubles. Kidetani, he to the rice of Itame Tame Yikra. Says the Basik. The Mitzayra calls out Tame Tarane. He's to tell others of his pain. And then, And any time someone is doing something, he should tell everyone in public. And, So the Gemara is. Changing that instead of saying that Ganosoi is Bikol Ram, rather Tsairo is Bikol Ram, meaning Ganosoi is actually quietly, as we saw from the case of Tfilah, that we don't want one to be embarrassed. So both Shvach and Ganai is quietly. What's Bikol Ram? Tsar. Because you want other people to daven for you, that's what you should say out loud. Continues the Gemara, and with this, we're going to wrap up today's year, getting to the two dots, Gufa. What's the reason we dive in quietly? So one who does sin should not be in parish. What was the raya? This is a quote of the price that we just said. Says the Gemara of Eloi. Is that true? But there is the damim, the blood of the carbon chatos, the blood of the carbon oila. Tam chatos is lamaila. Tam chatos is above the line on the mizbeach. And tam oila is lamata. So says the Gemara, we're clearly going to see whether which carbon he's bringing. So how does this work? Answers the Gemara Hasam There it's only the Kayin who knows that it's differently. I mean, the person doesn't necessarily know. Ask the Gemara one second. Vayikah, there's another difference. Chatas is Nekeva, Na'ilah is Azachar. So everyone's going to know, definitely in an agricultural society, everyone's going to know what carbon you're bringing. Answers the Gemara, that which I'm sure many people are thinking. Hasam, or those who know animals. Mechasya be'alya. It's not a problem, because even in a Nekeva, you can't tell, because it's covered over by the animal's tail. Therefore, people won't really be able to tell whether... It is a carbon chatos or a carbon ayla. And again, this is a female goat or a female sheep. Says the Gemara on that which we just explained. I understand by a sheep. A sheep has a tail, but by a goat? The female goat doesn't have a tail. Answers the Gemara. There, if you're bringing the goat of an akeva for a carbon chatos, you brought it upon yourself. Why? Because you had a choice. You could bring either a goat or a sheep. You bring a sheep, no one will know if it's a male or a female, no one will know if it's a chatos or an oila. So if you go and you choose the goat, which everyone now can tell you, bring a chatos, you're bringing the issue upon yourself. The Bible says, like you're going to bring a sheep. And instead, we come see Saira. Says the Gemara, one second. If one to the Avera of Avodazari has to bring a karma chatos, and Allah is, it has to be brought from a goat. So what's going on? What happened to the Yisaid that we don't want to embarrass one who doesn't have Avera? Answers the Gemara. Avaydazara is so terrible. We want him to be embarrassed. Never want anyone to be embarrassed. But we want him to get the kapara, and the embarrassment is a chilik of the kapara. And that's why Yasdafka bring a goat that everyone will tell that he's bringing the karmachata. So we'll pick it up from Kriyishma the next year. Bisiyata Dishmayo.